Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chris, and you are listening to Tales from the Tar Heel State. It is, I think, February the 3rd. It's a Friday, and uh, don't panic. Ozzy hasn't died, but uh, he is no longer going to be touring. So people like me who never did see him will never get to see him live. Um, But there's plenty of videos online, and that's good for me. Because I'm too damn old to be going to concerts and enjoying them much anyways. So, But anyways, yeah, that was a little bit of uh, rock and roll. Uh, you can't kill rock and roll. And that's on uh, Diary of a Madman. And that's Randy Rhodes playing lead guitar. In case y'all bitch-ass motherfuckers didn't know that. Um, so what's going on in the world? Uh, the Tar Heels got beat by Pittsburgh. And it was an ugly fucking game. Wasn't looking good for my boys at all. They looked like shit. And they've been looking like shit. <clears throat> and I don't think it's uh, Hubert's fault. I think it's, uh, you know, just the way things are now. The kids aren't really listening. Of course, we're at the same place we were last year. I think almost the same record. And um, so, you know, that could just be doom and gloom. Like old Roy said, when the ball goes in the basket, everything looks a lot better. Quit. Quit. My cat is attacking my damn microphone cord. And uh, clearly he's lost his fucking mind. So anyways, <clears throat> let me uh, get situated here. Hold on just a second. What are you doing, buddy? Quit biting my cable. Quit. Quit biting that cable. You're going to get... Uh... Well, I guess you won't really get much of a shot because it's just a phantom. All right. Where was I? Damn it. Cat is making my life difficult this morning, y'all. All right. So anyways, had to start it out with a little bit of Ozzy today. And um, I don't think they can demonetize me. I'm only getting paid about a penny per uh, view. So, I mean, they can't really take much money away. And I don't think they'll kick me off of uh, Spotify for doing it. Um, I guess they could stop my monthly subscribers, but since I only have my man Will Duncan, old Willie D out there supporting the podcast, shout out to him, and uh, I appreciate uh, all his support, that and uh, support I get from all the rest of my friends, and um, they are many, and I am fortunate. Ow, watch out, cat, and I think he's about to attack my leg now, He's he's really getting wound up in here. It's been raining for days, and he needs to kill something. He can't take it. He needs to be able to get outside and hunt or get in a fight or something. He's been fixed, so, you know, I don't think he can really do any uh, fucking. I'm not sure how that works. You know, I don't know if they still do the fucking once they're fixed or if they, you know, if they, if it's like a vasectomy, you can still enjoy it. You just don't uh, get anybody pregnant. And fuck if I know. <laughs> um... So what else is going on in the world? Let's see. Tar Heels, like I said, got beat by Pittsburgh. Uh, Capel seems to have our fucking number. And uh, as my buddy Preston said, Jason Capel ain't no fucking Tar Heel. Fuck those brothers. That's the quote from the weekend. Or the middle of the week, I guess. So. Oh, my goodness. All right. My kitty cat is out of here. And my lovely producer wife just closed the door, which was really nice of her. So uh, now it's just me and the microphone, baby. 
It's just us kids. But this is episode number 77. Can you believe that shit? I've been doing this so long now. And um, it's pretty uh, pretty wild. And um, yeah, it's wild. The uh, the officials in that pit, the, uh, pit, uh, uh, Pittsburgh game I thought were pretty horrendous. And uh, I just have to say that I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm a Tar Heel fan and I'm, you know, a douche. But uh, I really feel like there's a lot of uh, discrimination against the Tar Heels by the officials these days. Ever since we got in the trouble for the academic stuff, um, seems to me like they kind of got it out for us. And we've always, you know, gotten teams best. I mean, you're going to get that when you're, you know, the Tar Heels or Duke or UCLA or Kentucky or, you know, Kansas. If you're one of those big schools like that, you know, all-time basketball programs, you're going to get teams best when you play them, and that's to be expected. But I think that the uh, officials sometimes really give the other teams the benefit of the doubt and really help them um, in ways that I don't think uh, they even, maybe they don't realize they're doing it, but maybe they do. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they don't realize they're doing it, but I definitely think it happens. Um, As there was a lot of... uh, physical play and I'm not going to use the word physicality that they all use it drives me fucking crazy I don't know why they can't just say the physical play of Pittsburgh and stay in the physicality it's just physical play physical play physicality it's less syllables get the fuck out of here anyways um Caleb Love is always taking the last shot for us I mean I'm not sure I like that call I think I would rather have RJ Davis the one driving to the basket um I'd rather him be able to dish it out to Caleb for a set shot. I don't like Caleb making his uh, shot like that. I just don't think that's the the best move. But, again, I'm not Hubert Davis. I am not a coach, and I don't get paid to coach. And, uh, you know, I barely get paid to run my mouth. And um, I do it like a motherfucker. So, at any rate, yeah, hopefully we can uh, get this shit turned around. we got to play uh, – I guess Duke this weekend, right? I think we play Duke tomorrow. So, holy shit. That's going to be tons of fun. Um, Yeah. And I guess it's in Durham, too, I think. And uh, speaking of Durham, I I saw a a report on WRL that said uh, there have been 85 reported shootings in Durham uh, by January 21st. And I I forget how many people were actually killed, but, you know, several murders or deaths and... I don't know, a couple dozen or dozen or so, like, injuries, serious injuries from the shootings. and um, But, yeah, 85 reported shootings in Durham in three weeks. That's uh, that's doing the damn thing, y'all. My hometown doing it up right. Um, was over there recently for my buddy Daryl's mom's um, funeral celebration of her life uh, type thing. Uh, shout out to... Uh, Daryl, and uh, rest in peace to his mother. And uh, but anyway, we were over there in the in the hood in Durham, North Carolina, uh, over in East Durham. If y'all don't know where that's at, I'm talking about like off of uh, Main Street, over near Pettigrew and Driver Street, and uh, you know that area over near where Few Gardens used to be. Few Gardens is gone now. I don't, they tore it down and put in some new places over there, but. Uh, any of the, you Durham folks, uh, you old school folks, you know about McDougal Terrace if you're from around the hood over there anywhere. McDougal Terrace and uh, 
Few Gardens were like the two worst. So they closed down a few gardens. Now McDougal Terrace is the one that, you know, everybody's getting shot up. I mean, people are getting shot there anyway, but it's worse now over there. Um, and Durham's a rough town, man. I mean, I see a lot of gentrification going on over there. And some of the people I see walking around, white folks, I'm like, damn, man. I don't know if y'all be walking around here after dark because uh, you don't look like you belong in this neighborhood. And um, you don't strike me as like, you know, I mean, I used to hang around over there back in the day. But, you know, I look like a fucking hood rat white boy. So, um, you know, and I hung out with, you know, quite a few, interacted with quite a few black folks. So um wasn't like I was... Uh, that out of place as to some of these folks I see over there it look like they um, just graduated college or you know or a little bit yuppie-ish <clears throat> they don't look like my ass over there that's for sure anyway careful out there in Durham folks a lot of shootings going on and uh, watch your sweet ass so what else is happening what else is happening oh what else oh I saw uh, Conagra there you go. They've uh, got 2.58 million pounds of canned meat has uh, been recalled. Mm-mm. Good cracker. I mean, um, potted meat on a cracker. Is that is that Ben Ritz cracker? Anyway, that was a Andy Griffith commercial. Mm-mm. <laughs> and a little bit of uh, Eddie Murphy talking about Mm-mm. the best cracker I've had in my life. Um, but yeah, your viney weenies and your uh, potted meat or spotted dog, as I think my Uncle Vic used to call it spotted dog, have a spotted dog sandwich. Well, I think spotted dog is something they make over there in England, I'm not sure, but anyway, yeah, potted meat. I mean, I had treat meat growing up, potted meat, viney weenies, ate all that shit, poor southern folks. I can remember going to, uh, when I was like 17, I was living with my cousins, Paul and Tommy. And uh, we were living over in Durham off University Drive, and I was doing uh, helping them do sheetrock work. And uh, I can remember at lunchtime, I wasn't drinking because I was driving, but they were drinking while we were working, and then they were drinking Old Milwaukee Best. And they would drink that all day, and at lunchtime they would get out the cooler and they would have like pickled jalapenos, <laughs> white bread, and open up a can of treat meat and slice up some cold treat meat and put it on some white bread with pickled jalapenos and drink that, uh, drink old Milwaukee's best and a treat meat sandwich with motherfucking pickled jalapenos. Get you a pull of that shit. Mm, mm. Yum, yum. But anyway, Conagra's, uh, apparently they got some meat that's busting out the cans and shit. They meat busting out, yo. <laughs> so uh, don't be eating those swollen cans of meat, y'all. Try to keep your uh, <laughs> appetites down. I know that sounds appetizing, um, but you know, uh, depends on how much you like canned meat and viney weenies. I guess um, I'm not sure they're going to be any worse than they <laughs> were already for you, but um, maybe. <laughs> oh my goodness oh anyway yeah so that's uh that's going on and um so yeah i thought i'd start it out with that this morning and uh anyway 
what else is happening in the world? Uh, this is uh, throwing this out to my boy over in Durham. Works over there. He does some uh, testing. Uh, he doesn't do the testing, but does the scoring testing, and uh, for like MCATs and a lot of other standardized testing. And I saw this article um, that was talking about how the uh, LSATs, the uh, law school. Uh, administration tests <clears throat> there's been a I guess they're changing the uh, formula for that I guess not putting so much weight on that or maybe not even using those I forget exactly what it said but um, anyway it's in, a, in a, an attempt to uh, allow more diversity so that the uh, I guess population of law lawyers out there and stuff uh, represent more uh adequately or uh, more uh, appropriately maybe even the uh, number of lawyers versus the um, population of minorities Um, and so they want you know to represent they want more representation in the law field uh, because of what the population of minorities is in the country and so that's um I guess apparently they're saying that a lot of minorities don't do as well in standardized testing uh, as a result of uh, socioeconomic reasons. Like uh, Anyway, so they're also thinking about doing that with the MCAT testing um, because they use a lot of the scores. to. Uh, they look at that, and then they don't look any further than that. They kind of use one of the things that the schools are looking at that they help to uh, discern who gets in, who gets out. So they're like, oh, well, this, these only we're only going to look at the scores from here up. And apparently that leaves out a lot of um, minorities and shit and the diversity. Um, and they're wanting to do that maybe in with the MCATs, which is, I guess, good for uh, diversity. Um, they're saying they've opened it up more to holistic approach, um, which has opened it up more for... Um, more diversity I don't know um, if that's a good thing or not I don't know I'm just putting it out there to to think about um, meritocracy I mean I understand that rich white people get to take all these fucking tests like uh, pre-tests and pay like courses that cost up to $10,000 and uh, I definitely wouldn't say those are necessarily going to be the better doctors on a whole but I guess you still have to do that kind of shit individually. <clears throat> I dated a girl that was a law student once at UNC, and she had a degree in engineering and shipped and bandy. And, um, I mean, they got together, like, at least once a week, you know, a whole group of them from their class, and everyone compared notes. If anybody was missed a day, they fucking called them up on what happened. So there's a lot of that shit that goes on. Um, and these were, you know, you know, more affluent people than I was. I definitely felt pretty out of place over there hanging out with them, watching. Uh, I remember they would get together and they would st- all study for hours and watch fucking Ally McBeal. <clears throat> if that tells you what, what year it was um, when this was going on. <laughs> fucking Fruit Loops, man. They all drank like a motherfucker and partied like hell and went to school like a motherfucker and fucked each other. It was wild, man. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, I guess it's about the, uh, I don't know, man. I guess it's about equality, Um, you know, diversity, which is good. I'm all for that shit. But, uh, 
Hopefully the doctors will uh, not all be like Patch Adams saying, I want I want my doctor to have a good bedside manner, but I also want them to be up to date on all the most medical shit, you know, all the, uh, the crazy fucking shit that talks over your head, you know, that you don't understand. But uh, I don't want him to just be, you know, a guy with a red nose that makes me laugh because I believe laughter is a good medicine, but uh, I think you also need some uh, scientific uh, help. So I don't know. Just food for thought, folks. Think about it. Um, anyway, so there's that. Just a little something, something to think about. And I'm directing that over there to you, my man, uh, Z, so I can uh, get an idea. Throwing that out there at you, episode 77. We can talk about that if you come on and we just talk about some shit. <clears throat> I'd love to hear your thoughts, my man, my good friend. Um, what else? What else? Um, I was listening to uh, some people talking uh, online and uh, talking about the uh, thin line between, you know, saying, let's say politically, uh, I've been really disappointed with the way things are going. Got a lot of bullshit happening. You got a lot of shitty, shitty politicians out there that are just seem to be um, spouting off crazy shit. And um, and it's not just on the right. There's some crazy motherfuckers on the left, too. And um, mostly the ones on the left, they say stuff that is kind of crazy, which I'm for. But I guess mostly I get disappointed with them because they don't actually do anything that they say they're going to do. Um, you know what I'm saying? I want healthcare for all. I'm, I'm for that shit. Let's let's get it going. Um, you know, I don't like war, so I don't know why that suddenly makes me a right winger. It used to be that was like a lefty hippie um, stance, but now we're like we're gonna fucking go to we're gonna be at war, proxy wars, and Jesus Christ, never ending wars, it just never stops. We we got people in Syria right now. I think we're occupying a third of Syria, is what I heard, and I don't know, man. It's just crazy. Now we're going to be sending some jets over to the Ukraine. I mean, how much longer is this going to go before we're just all out, you know, just say we're at war with fucking Russia? And motherfuckers are talking about us going to war with China. They got the big fucking balloon over top of us right now, apparently spying on us, and I don't know what the fuck that's about. It's a wild motherfucking time, but, um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, This person, uh, his name is Michael Malice. Uh, He's kind of a... You know, he does a lot of online trolling on Twitter and shit just to fuck with people. But he's really fucking smart. He's He was born in the Ukraine. He's Jewish. And um, <clears throat> he did a book called Dear Reader. Um, so he went to North Korea and stayed there for a few weeks and studied, like, how the culture was around Kim Jong-un's, like, the unauthorized, bi- the unauthorized biography of Kim Jong-il or Un, whichever one it was, the dad. And it's called Dear Reader, which is hilarious. Like, Dear Leader, Dear Reader. Fucking hilarious. You know, he's just a real clever son of a bitch. But he's funny as hell. And he's an anarchist. Um, very smart. But he was talking about um, how it's it's interesting that if you have just one leader, it's a dictatorship, right? And if you have uh, more than one choice, you know, all it takes is just two choices and you've got freedom. And I was like, wow, that's quite the uh, statement. But it's very true in this country. I mean, I I have not voted for a Democrat or Republican in the last couple of elections because I just can't 
vote for those people in con- in good conscience. And I'm not, you know, definitely not a Republican, but I mean, I mean, I want legalized weed. I want fucking health care for all. I don't want fucking war all the time. I don't care if we fucking regulate some fucking assault rifles. I don't give a shit, you know. I grew up on the other side of the law, so, you know, I saw guns my whole life that were not legal because my dad was a fucking felon. So there's a million guns on the street. You're not going to get guns off the street. And even if you make them all illegal, they're everywhere. I grew up in the South. They're everywhere. Um, So I'm very much a uh, liberal-minded person in regards to uh, what I always thought was a democratic viewpoint. But... uh, if you're anti-war in the Ukraine now, you're considered a Republican, which I find very strange. And um, Anyway, but yeah, the one choice, if you have one person, you have a dictatorship. If you have more than one choice, just two choices, you have freedom. Now, I voted, and I've told people that I voted you know, third party, and they're like, well, you just wasted your vote. And so, well, aren't I allowed to vote for whoever I want to in this country? Isn't that what it's about? And if you're going to criticize or ridicule me for voting for someone else, that's that's wrong. You're not supposed to do that. And, um, of course, I don't have to tell you that I voted for a third party, but if somebody asks, I'm going to, you know, or, you know, I can't sit there and be like, oh, yeah, I'm happily voting for the Democrats because I don't feel like they're representing me any more than the Republicans are representing me. And um, it's just supposed to be a representative government. Which is why Michael Mouse is an anarchist because he doesn't feel anyone has the right to represent him, and that's you know understandable. I feel that way too because the people that are in office are not representing us; they are representing themselves and their own interest. And I feel that way about all the politicians on both sides of the aisle. So I'm not for either one of them. I I think that uh, I liked Bernie, but they shit all over him and shut him down, and and the Democrats acted like that was okay. Um, because it's all team oriented, everybody's on a team now, and that's just the way it is. So, pretty crazy, man. But yeah, if you got two choices, you have freedom. If you have one choice, you have a dictator. Yeah, think about that shit. That's um, fucked up. Anyway, I feel like you know both parties are working for corporations, they're working for money. You got too much money involved in the whole uh, like campaigns and stuff. You need to get all that shit out of there and. Quit letting these assholes do insider trading that they are. I mean, you got Pelosi and them doing that. You got the guys on the right. What's his fucking name? The one-eyed Jack douchebag with the fucking patch on his face. Talk about virtue signaling. Uh, Crenshaw. Ben Crenshaw? No, that was the golfer. (laughs) Dan Crenshaw, that motherfucker. So apparently all those motherfuckers are doing that stuff. They're all doing the, uh, you know insider trading that Martha Stewart got locked up for only on a much bigger scale than she she is or did or was or whatever allegedly <clears throat> all this is alleged by the way I don't I don't actually have any facts I'm just trying to be funny and talk about stuff so get it out of my head and helps me to make it through all the shit I see but um anyway family back east as Bill Kerr would say. Um, so, yeah, it's Friday. we got the weekend coming up, and, um, you know, hopefully uh, y'all will have a great weekend. I think uh, we will. I hope we will. Hopefully we beat Duke, which would be great. Maybe our boys can 
play as a team, you know, try passing the ball. I don't know. Instead of just uh, dribbling every time you get the ball, every guy dribbling, taking three dribbles forward, backing up and shooting a fucking fadeaway jumper. That's you're not all. Everybody's not Michael Jordan. Not everybody can do that shit every time. I don't understand what's going on. You know, pass the fucking ball. The ball shouldn't be hitting the floor nearly as often as it is. Go back and watch some old tapes. Maybe Hubert needs to get out some old Dean Smith tapes and watch where he, you know, how he played fucking basketball. God damn, shit's irritating the fuck out of me. It's not the NBA. Stop playing NBA ball all the time. Throw some fucking ground balls. It's more democratic. Strikeouts are fascist. That's Bull Durham, by the way, in case you motherfuckers don't know. Anyways, I hope you guys have a fucking great weekend. I just wanted to say hello, see what's up. Um, Give me a shout-out online, man. Go onto the website, check out Tanya's blog. She's been doing some writing. Go to the website, talesfromthetarheelstate.com, www.motherfucker. So, yeah, we got a website, in case y'all don't know. You can check out my... um, Little YouTube cooking channel. My little chicken cacciatore one's got the most views I've got of anything. I, I just did a quick, fast, to the point video, not a bunch of talking. I guess I need to do more of that because people seem to like that a lot better and uh, see what I can do about that. But yeah, there's some recipes up on the uh, website too. I think we've posted quite a few. Anyway, I got a lot more recipes. If folks are interested, just uh, reach out and I'm happy to help you out. Anyways, um, Yep, Ozzy's not touring anymore, and um, can't kill rock and roll, though. Don't forget it. But, uh, anyway, I love you guys. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you soon.